got nothing for the Christian right anymore. Like that's why I always when I when I talk to people like in my life, my family are super religious. Uh, I go, yeah, I don't have a problem with a lot of the uh, a lot of the base stuff that you guys follow. I have a problem with organized religion because it almost always goes badly and becomes exclusionary and terrible, and that's why I don't attend church or gather with people because so far I've never met a group of people that like are chill and undogmatic and like are willing to like talk about different ideas. Are we going to do the intro then let you repeat that or is that just going to be our intro? Oh shit, should we do? I forgot. Dude, I'm so out of sorts. Uh, welcome to Those Muckrakers. Are we on episode 57? I don't know. Yes, we are. Yeah, for episode 57, we're out of sorts. Uh, we're the shoddy radio people. Uh, we are the sword in the darkness. Uh, we are, uh, you know, at one point we wanted the Soros to Soros paid in the darkness. Yeah. At one point we wanted to be the left wing Alex Jones, but we realized we didn't have the energy for that. Uh, I'm Pete. And I'm Pat. Yeah. And we were talking a little bit about, uh, religious people cause we're both, uh, well, I'd say we both, I dabble in Pokemon Go. Uh, you sir are, <laughs> you sir are a full on a Pokemon Go aficionado. I just um, like how I just love the pivot from you know we were talking about Christianity because Pokemon. Well, I mean it, it ties together. We were talking about earlier a lot of the spawn points are churches, and you said like you guys have been out there playing Pokemon, and like the priest or the preacher comes out and goes, "Go away!" Yeah, yeah. So there's I, I live in a um, southern town, a very very southeast town. So most of the gyms out here are churches because we don't have a whole lot of land that's not a church out or, here uh, in this or town. Just, or just land that people are growing crops on. Right. So it's either it's a cornfield or a church, and a church is easier to convince Niantic to turn into a gym, so they all became gyms. And some of these churches, the people are chill with us like coming up and uh, doing our flash mobs, but then others are like, Get out of here! We're trying to pray! And, yeah, we were just discussing how that's so weird that they're not really behaving yeah. like Christians telling people to fuck off like that. Well, like I said, if you if you remember... So, so remember, the... remember Jesus' Sermon on the Mount about yeah. how, um, hey, could y'all go across the street and if you're going to be here, <laughs> I'm praying. And Jesus said, uh, said unto the multitude, wilt thou leave me alone? Uh, I don't like thee. And it was so. <laughs> Like, yeah, come on, man. Also, I thought the church was experiencing a massive problem with people not going. And so, I don't, I don't know, man. If I was just an old preacher and, there's like... Also a, there's also, like, a range of um, the links the churches are willing to go through because some of them found out more about Pokemon Go. They learned enough to be able to complain directly to Niantic, and they had the gems removed from their church. That's, which is bullshit because I had, like, gold badges at some of those, and then it just, poof, gone. That's insane, man. Like, your, 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 your religion is dying and people, if I was an old preacher or an old priest, I'd be so excited to be like, it's only Thursday and people are, are here. Huh? Yeah. We got, get out the finger sandwiches. Yeah, 30 people suddenly show up at your church. You go outside with the scripture and you try to, you know, maybe sway some of them. Maybe it doesn't reach any of them. Maybe in 10 years, one of them will say, I remember that lecture. That, you know, that really spoke to me. Maybe I'll go back and that'll be my new church now. I don't yeah, know. Maybe, maybe just never, be, we're, be nice. We're saying this from, from the point of view of someone that truly and deeply believes Christian dogma. If you believe that, you know, the Bible is literally the word of God, exactly as uh, Christianity says, then you should be going out of your way to try and sway as many people to believe the truth as possible because they believe that if you don't believe this, you're going to hell, right? They should be trying to save us from hell, not telling us to go across the street. 
And lo, Jesus said, if that would go to the Sidco across the street, that would be beneficial. Amen. <laughs> um, but, my, yeah, so. my, whole, my whole thing is, is uh, uh, if there is an afterlife and there is a hell, and we do indeed go there, um, it won't be as bad for me, I think, at first, because I'm going to take a lap around hell, and I'm just be pointing at all the people that, like, you know, thought they had an assured ticket to heaven, and I'm just going to laugh. <laughs> be like, what was the guy? What's the bully's name from uh, The Simpsons? Who goes? <laughs> Nelson. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be like Nelson in the. Remember in the um, Simpsons movie where he ran? He ran. His voice like ran out because he laughed so much, and he was like. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be yeah. me in hell, just going around, and be like, hey, uh, remember when you kicked people out of your church? Well, we're in hell now. Well, I mean, in the, <laughs> in the Greek religion, that basically is what the afterlife is everyone goes to hades across the river Styx, and you can just walk around through the rocky fog and just talk to people hey i remember you in history class <laughs> you were my teacher you steered me wrong you bastard <laughs> you didn't tell me that this is the, that this was right why didn't you have a lecture on hercules the 12 like... labors could have saved my soul actually there is no saving your soul in greek or Orthodox. you just go to hades that's it it's a yeah, tartarus it. that no, you want no to stay out of because that's closer um i guess it's a more equitable yeah, hell right you go across sticks uh yes kind of but there is like a a really bad one too tartarus that's yeah. uh that's the one that's guarded by Cerberus and uh, you just burn and scream forever. But it's kind of hard to end up there. That's more like where gods throw other gods. Well, I was thinking of just like so everyone goes to hell. So how how nice a person you are uh, is actually what makes your life better because we all go to Hades. Um, that would mean that if you were just a douche your whole life, all the people you were a douche to are just going to be there with you and they're going to kick your ass. <laughs> Remember or at least that's through a rock through my window. Well, there's a lot of rocks around here, but I don't see no windows, just that's, your big dumb face. <laughs> that's what, uh, I mean, at least if I've learned anything from Hercules, The Legendary Journeys of Kevin Sorbo, it's that if you killed a lot of people and then you go to hell, they're all going to be there waiting to kick your ass. Did that happen in, oh, man, it's been so long since I've seen that series. Yeah, all the, really all the people. I miss it, and my favorite character was always Zeus, who disappeared after Hercules' family got killed. Uh, well, that's, that's the only thing I remember from it still is that his family got. Oh, spoilers for anyone that hasn't seen the Kevin Sorbo Hercules. Or spoilers for anyone that hasn't gets... read your Greek mythology. Zeus is an absentee father. Yeah. So, uh, but like Zeus would say things that would piss me off. Like uh, they, um, Eolus, I think was his name, asked him why mosquitoes, and he's like because the birds like to eat them. You see, there's always a point to everything. I'm like motherfucker, birds eat birdseed too, and birdseed don't bite me. So I think we're good with wiping out mosquitoes, okay? Well, if you remember from our last podcast, uh, insects are, are disappearing at a very rapid rate. Good, so, fuck them. So eventually, so there is some good news at these at this uh, end of the world uh, that bugs are disappearing. Yeah, like this is like the best version of the apocalypse. We don't get zombies, but we do have a lack of mosquitoes. Well, I mean, that would also mean a lack of everything else that eats bugs, which would mean we all die. Um, well, whatever. You know, you can't, you can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. Can't get rid of mosquitoes without wiping out humanity. I felt, oh, I felt really bad that uh, we're not up to it yet. In my history class the other day, we got off on a, a side conversation about how long you'd survive in uh, a nuclear winter. Um, and we were talking about like stockpiling food and oxygen and stuff and how much food you need per day, uh, and how much you could possibly stockpile and like, you know, estimate how long you were going to live. And I go, man, when we get to the cold war, we're going to do this lesson. Nice. 
You know, speaking of um, supplies for whenever you need to stay alive, um, I saw something amazing from uh, the current president the other day, how he's um, manipulating his um, followers into believing that he's actually doing something. Because, you know, during his uh, State of the Union, his most recent State of the Union, Trump said that he's going to finally do something about um, the pharmaceutical prices, high prices on pills. And he gave like a Rose Garden speech a year ago saying the same thing. And finally, at one of his rallies, he did that old switcheroo where um, he tries to make people think that it's already done, like he's already done something. Well, he hasn't. It's a record high prices. That's the reality of the situation. But his followers don't believe things like facts. They believe him. And he says, you know what? Just the other day, the pharmaceutical companies, oh, they raised their prices so high, so high. So I called them up and said, hey, what are you doing? I see that. And they're like, oh, I'm very sorry, sir. We'll lower them right now, okay? And he's like, all right, then... And then all the pharmaceutical prices for their pills went right back to what they had been being. You're all welcome. I did it, folks. I saved um, you all. Well, the, they're uh, all the cheering. Thing was... Now I know what you're thinking. You're exaggerating. He didn't. He didn't say that. No, he said that. He he said that the well, prices went. They spiked super high, and he talked them into going right back to what they were. So by the prices not changing at all, he saved the day. Da 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 da. da. Well, the thing is, everyone loves a good story with an easy beginning, middle, and end, and. Uh, if someone you believe is like, so I've gotten super suspicious uh, with the spreading of like, you know, fake news and stuff like that. Uh, it's like mm-hmm. check check everything, and I got really mad the other day because somebody put up a article that said Hillary Clinton has decided to run for president. Ah. Uh. And yeah, was, she actually has. I mean, she hasn't said no, but she's not even listed in like the possible running candidates right now. Well, somebody posted this, and I was like, son of a bitch. And then I go, wait, let me double check this. I can't just trust one news source. And it turns out it was an article from 2016. Uh, okay. And I was like, you're a dick. Even if you're doing this as a joke, <laughs> you're an asshole. Like, so fucking from, annoying. It's the same from way. From my point uh, of view, oh, now you... that I know the um, beginning, middle, and end this quickly, it is kind of funny. Yeah, see, exactly. It's the way, it's, So instead of saying that we need to uh, come up with single-payer health care option, it's much easier to go... I called the pharmaceutical companies, and they said they're going to lower prices. Ba-bam. Um, so, uh, speaking of stories, did you hear the thing about the Momo challenge? I saw you text about it. I don't know what that is, though. All right. So, uh, there's this, it was this viral hoax going around. There's this creepy Japanese statue. Uh, if you haven't seen Ooh. pictures, look at it. I already it's... like the story. Creepy as fuck. Anyway... Uh, the story went that What's people What's the statue are, of? Just a person? This or? weird, almost bird-faced, terrifying-looking woman. Oh, so it's like a Tingu. Kind of. Might actually be a Tingu. I don't know what that is, but I'll just say yes. It's a bird person. Uh, with, a long, with a long beak like a uh, apothecary mask. Uh, yeah, yeah, almost, yeah. So I guess maybe that's what it is. Anyway, so basically they've been putting this thing in... Uh, they're splicing it in the middle of like children's YouTube channels... And cool. it comes on and says, like, it tells kids how to commit suicide and turn on the stove and all this stuff. And it says, if you don't do it, the uh, Momo will come kill you and nobody will believe that this is here. Yeah, I actually saw some really bad stuff going on on YouTube in the last week where uh, stuff even worse than that was being, like, fed into children's channels. And they mm. would, um, do they would, like, mess with the YouTube algorithm so, like, really bad videos would be suggested to children. Um, but this was actually in the video. Anyway, it turns out this they, was a viral uh, hoax. YouTube did like a, a mass banning to try to get rid of that stuff, and they actually banned a whole bunch of people who had nothing to do with it. So that's yeah, interesting, but so yeah, this, that's like this, a whole mess. Yeah, this turned out it wasn't true. It wasn't real. Um, people were Wait, freaking so, out about it. So you're saying that this particular thing was not part of that? That never happened? There was no Momo challenge? No. 
Okay. There were no reports of it. Anyway, um, the reason I saw this and it was popping up and I knew it wasn't true is because whose news feed was, or in my Facebook feed, who was it popping up from? But my most gullible right-wing uh, Facebook friends that post, you know, Pizzagate stuff. Oh, yeah. So immediately I went, well, these are the only people that are posting it. Clearly this must not be true. Uh, but then I looked up, then the Atlantic came out with an article on it. It's freaking people out because it's a real good horror story. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. This horrible, creepy thing that creeps into your house and targets your children, and you're powerless to do anything about it because it's a splice in the middle of a children's programming. How devious. Yeah. Um, although the thing was, I mean, and I guess maybe it could hurt suggestible children, but I do remember being a child, and if, if the TV came on, and then in the middle of, like, the Andy Griffith show, a monster came on and goes, Kill yourself, or I'll come kill you, I'd be like, well, I'm not going to do that. Well, golly! Yeah. That's more like I, Mickey Mouse than I think we underestimate. Guy, I think we, we underestimate children, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's that, too. There's always, like, that one in, like, two million kids, like, when the Power Rangers were big, like, the kids that were like, we're Power Rangers, too, and then, like... They would martial arts kick another kid to death, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. Or the... Or I mean, the... kids... I was about to say kids are basically as smart as adults. They just don't... They haven't done as much stuff. But really, it's more like adults are as dumb as children. So all these people you see driving around out there in their motor motor vehicles, they're just as likely to um, to kill their whole family if they saw the Momo challenge as any child. And then there were those two girls that killed the other girl because of Slender Man. So, like... You have instances, but those two girls that, would have, like that. Yeah, they were crazy anyway. They, they would have, uh, they they, yeah, they would excuse. have killed. They would have killed her to meet Ronald McDonald. Like it didn't take uh, much, uh, you know. Which is the, that goes the whole thing with video games cause violent actions. It goes no, violent there's, people. There's actually, yeah, violent people commit violent actions. There have been studies that show that video games uh, reduce violence in people because it gives people who would have been violent otherwise an outlet for their rage, right? They can go kill virtual people and calm down. I can't tell you how many times I've been on Grand Theft Auto and I'm just like, make me work on a Thursday! I'll show you! <laughs> yeah, I remember when I was, uh, I think it was 15, and um, I was super angry at high school all the time. I'd come home and play uh, Soldier of Fortune, which dude, was a super gory game. Dude, but how did that, that game slip by everybody? That was a... You could shoot people's limbs off in that game? Like, God. Yeah, I know. I only had the demo of it, so I would just play the first stage over and over again. But, yeah, like, it was fantastic. It was a great way to just sort of... Um, de-stress at the end of the day. But also we knew the difference between reality. From an early age, I remember knowing the difference between reality and fantasy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, that's um, just sort of a uh, given a lot of the times. And a lot of people don't realize that that is something that kids can tell the difference between. Kids don't just assume that because Super Mario can jump 16 feet in the air that they can as well. He's yeah. jumped on the turtle, so I jumped on the turtle, and it didn't pop out of its shell. I thought something <laughs> funny would happen. I no, the they, only... they know not to hurt a turtle. I think the only thing that we all believe, because physically, physics-wise, it's theoretically possible, I think the one thing we all believe is that you could jump off a roof with an umbrella like Mary Poppins. <laughs> uh, I know some people believe that uh, you can shoot the, uh, the side of a plane to depressurize it, and everyone would get blown out. Did, did anybody do that? No, but I'm just saying that's a, yeah. that's something you see in movies all the time. So some people think it's possible. Because it seems like something. Oh, another thing. Speaking of guns, people think that um, cars are shields, for instance, and you can hide behind them in a shootout and not get hit. No, the bullet goes straight through and through you. Yeah, if you've ever seen how thin a car door is, <laughs> it's pretty, 
It's not. It's not a good. Uh, it's not a good place to hide. Yeah, that, so so there's all kinds of things you see on TV a lot, and you start to think that it might be true, but that's just because, uh, yeah, that that's stuff that uh, you just don't know. That's not a situation you've ever seen anyone in in real life, so you have no idea. Um, so speaking of, uh, I don't have a segue for this. So we were talking about Trump earlier, as we often do, and I finally saw him today, kind of look like defeated, like I'm in over my head and I fucked up. Oh, he uh, looked he looked miserable this yeah. week. It was so fantastic. He went to go meet Kim Jong Un and came away with dick all. I think he finally uh, realized at, at, at another one of his rallies he was like, "And let me tell you folks, we're in love. We're in love." He writes me the nicest letters. Now, I know what you're thinking, Peter. You're making that up. He literally said that he and Kim Jong Un are in love and that he gets written the nicest letters. Anyway. But I, I feel like at least at the summit, so like I think he, he came back with nothing. It looks like an asshole, and I think it seems like he looks like he knows that he looks like the, an asshole, the, and he the, didn't get anything, and they played him. And also the jig is up, because the whole time he's over there trying to do... Like, he, people need to understand, he doesn't actually think that anything's going to get done. He think thinks that uh, he remembers the first time he went to see Kim Jong-un, that it was a huge deal on the media, that everyone ate it up, that he got all the attention, and that he came away looking good for like a week or two until Kim Jong-un backstabbed him and didn't do any of the stuff he promised to do. But by that point, his followers weren't paying attention anymore, so they assumed that Trump had heroically saved us from World War III. Getting back to today, he thinks that he could have a repeat of that and look good again, but what happened? None of the news stations were really covering North... his um, trip to Vietnam because, to see Kim Jong Un because delicious. Uh, All the cameras was on something else. Was on a uh, delicious Michael Cohen. Yeah, Wait, is so his, is it, yeah, it's Michael, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, he Michael Cohen was. Yeah, was good. Uh, he testified in Congress. Did you watch the whole thing? I started watching a lot of it, and I just. I was no, like, uh, God no! I I, uh, I had. Or I have like forums that I go to, and they link me to uh, the most interesting bits. Yeah, I'm a bad, I'm a bad reporter. I did, however. So he goes on, and so look, here's my whole thing about it. Uh, there were no, the analysis of it, and I agree with it. There, there were no bombshells dropped. He didn't tell us anything we didn't already know. But what I do like, but is he, he is saying a lot of stuff that we, like the the public knew, the people who had really been paying attention knew. But now right. he's stating all this stuff for congressional record, which well, is a big is, difference. One new crime yeah. was brought up, and also he implemented uh, Trump Jr. and enough stuff. And he, oh, this is my favorite part, but I'll save it for later. He implemented someone else who's now going to have to testify. Well, my favorite thing was not only he bring up Trump Jr. who's going to have to go testify, but he brought up this and Ivanka guy and Kushner. This is how they I know that to testify. This is how I know that we're we're either we're living in the Matrix and it's broken, or we're, <laughs> or we're living in the darkest timeline. Because he implemented another guy who doesn't sound like a real person whose name is, and I swear to God, I'm not making this up, Matthew Calamari. Yep. That's, all the art, uh, all the articles go. You know, if you wrote this in a mob movie, people would be like, "That's too on the nose. You got to change that name." Yep. You know, and do you know who he implemented that person to? Who? Uh, the notorious AOC. Yeah, she, you know, she, she asked a question so. about, you know, uh, do you know stuff about Trump's crimes? And he's like, yes. Who else knows this stuff? And the uh, Calamaria person, Calamari, was one of the people that he brought up. <laughs> what a fake fucking Italian name! It'd be like, yo, uh, hey, my name is uh, Joe Rigatoni. <laughs> and he's exactly like you think he would be. He's he is a caricature of a human being. I think yep. something happened to the Matrix we're living in, and like the graphics have gone down because the Matrix <laughs> is like I have to spawn a new NPC, Matthew Calamari, and I'm like that's not convincing. 
it, it had to the matrix very quickly had to like reference the 1930s like those old old detective stories and that was just the first one that it could pull out like the super racist against Italian detective <laughs> stories. He had to go down and he had to see a mobster named Matthew Calamari, a known crime associate of uh, Joe Angel Hair Pasta. <laughs> <laughs> like, get yep. the fuck out of here. This is such fucking ridiculousness. When they teach this as history in like a hundred years, it's just going to be like, his name was fucking Joe Calamari? Like, yep. like, was he named after the McDonald's franchise? Like the Hamburglar and the Grimace? I mean, I keep thinking of that one boss from Cuphead, Calamaria. That's the first thing I called him earlier. It's, just a, like... it's, a, it's a mermaid that has, um, she gets bit by eels and then turns you to stone. It, it's weird, but never mind. Fucking Matthew Calamari and Scaramucci and fo- who the fuck is next? Um, hey, I... Scaramucci, sucking my own <laughs> dick over here. Hey, hey, what am I, Matthew Calamari? I'm over here sucking my own pasta, huh? <laughs> huh? Sucking my own breadstick? Yep. So, speaking of, speaking of self-flatulation... <laughs> you're, sucking, <laughs> you're sucking your own garlic knots. What's up? Have you seen Bernie Sanders this week? He's been on fire. Now, in past podcasts, I have told you that Bernie does strike me as every bit of a con artist as uh, Trump. But I actually am starting to walk that back in my head a bit just because a lot of the tells... Like, what I look for when it comes to tells to see if someone's legitimate or just a con artist is whenever they're asked questions, do they go into a pre-scripted dialogue in their head or do they give a legitimate answer? And I saw Bernie do interviews in 2016, and even if the question had nothing to do with the answer he gave, he would go into one of his scripted answers, right? Right. I'm now willing to write that off as him being inexperienced and having to stick to the script because I've been watching a lot more interviews with them this time around and he seems like a legitimate person now he seems relaxed he's able to give organic answers sometimes he gives answers that are just off the cuff that are almost like a Trump answer except correct because he's not afraid to just say oh yeah that's that's fucked up well if anybody that would be great if he was like you know what that's fucked up I'm not going to stand for it. Let's step outside. Me and you. You and me. <laughs> put them up. Put them up. I'm going to punch you in the dick. Like, I would I would love angry Bernie Sanders. No, I think he'd be a good president. Um, I think that... I, I mean, I think, I, I've been certain that he would be a much better president than Trump. you got to understand well, you that... Can't, when, that you can't... That would be like being like, you know who would be a better president than a dead frog? This guy. Like, that can't be the metric. We right, can't like, vote. We can't vote on like, well, he's better than Trump. I mean, like that's how you but, get like a president, Chris Christie. <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? Of all the Republicans, Chris Christie would have been my favorite to actually see become president. By the way, I gotta say, speaking of fucking washed up Republicans, I got a new gripe against fucking Giuliani. Gigliani? What he? Yeah, do? Uh, I was reading an article about him, uh, him being mayor of New York, and apparently he drove out all the fucking nightlife. Really? Yeah, he started to tap. We so in New York we have this thing called a cabaret law, which means if more than three people are dancing, you you have to have a license or they'll fine you. What? Yeah. Um. So he pulled that out from the 1800s and just started going around to shut down these clubs. Uh, oh and shit. And then like yeah, and so then like if people were just swaying to the music, they'd be like, "That's a that's a violation. Shut it down, boys." Um. And basically, Why? he just like fucking. Uh, created task force to fuck up the nightlife in New York City. Why would he want to do that? 
because it then people with rich people with condos that live next to bars and clubs get mad because they're like, it's really loud. Why are you living in a condo next to a club, you idiot? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, fucking ruin a good time. That's why all the bars now are filled with people with handlebar mustaches just all sitting around drinking PBR. Yeah. Thanks, Giuliani. So, That's the so, America that Giuliani wants. So, so speaking of um, people we haven't spoken about in a while, but they're very relevant to this case, did you hear who else uh, got implemented and now has to talk before the House Judiciary Committee? No, who? Good old Lumpy. Really? Lumpy's got to go? Oh, God, yes. God, yes. yes. They've, um... So, uh, Sean Hannity said this to uh, Donald Trump uh, about Cohen just the other night uh, during an interview. I can tell you, personally, he said to me at least a dozen times that he made the decision on the payments and he didn't tell you. As in, that's a quote from Hannity, right? Remember yeah. how uh, Michael Cohen only had three candidates, um, Trump, some other criminal, and also Lumpy? And those yeah. were his only um, clients? I mean, Look, I only represent clients. Trump, Sean Hannity, and Pontius Pilate, okay? <laughs> well, um, the Democratic Congressman uh, David Sicilio, Ciceline? I don't know how to say that. Uh, he tweeted, uh, Sean Hannity is now volunteering himself as a witness. I look forward to his testimony. Well, that's because be he spectacle. talked about stuff that Cohen said to him that he didn't say to Trump. That means Hannity has information in this case. And he just outed himself as being at least, you know, at the very least a material witness. But here's the yeah. thing. He can't lie before Congress the way he lies on Fox News right. or he will perjure himself and he will be in prison. He does not have you know, he's not Trump and he's not Trump's immediate children. He doesn't have protection. He could be going to jail if he does not tell the whole truth. And if he does tell the whole truth, that can just be played on a loop on CNN or something to out him well, as uh, someone who's not legitimate on Fox News. The way they held this, the way they could have held this all together is if the president would just start pardoning people, it would be fine. But I, he can't, But instead of pardoning people or standing by them, as soon as, like, you know, uh, they're in trouble, he just, like, dumps on them. Which to yeah. me is really just weird. a copy boy. I never even heard of him. Who even names their son Trump Jr.? He's not my son. <laughs> Who really like Matthew? Like Matthew Calamari is not even a real name. Sounds That's like another you... one of his lawyers, by the way. If anyone's curious, sounds like you got it. What Matthew Calamari? Isn't he? No, he was just like his bodyguard and his head of security. He's like a big hulking, you know, gangster-looking guy with like a Jersey douchebag with a mustache. Ah, because I know another one of his lawyers is getting um, uh, arrested. Hold on. Do I have notes on this? Yeah, nobody's... Res oh, so while you're looking at notes, so uh, they tried to come from a girl, AOC, and they done fucked up, son. Oh, yeah? Um, Ivanka. Uh, oh, yes, I saw oh, that. Oh, God, Continue. like... I, I've never in my life quite wanted to have the Bruce Almighty power just so I could make somebody <laughs> punch themselves in their own mouth. Uh, yeah. But Ivanka comes on and just comes after uh, uh, Ocasio-Cortez and is like, ah... You know, this Green New Deal, I think in America's hearts, I think in people's hearts, they don't want to just be given something, you know? But right, so, says the girl who was given uh, everything in life. She was given your job, her job, your fucking her fortune, money. notoriety, everything. She's just yeah. handed all this. You haven't earned shit, lady. Um, and her dad didn't earn it either. He was given it by fucking his dad. Like, uh, and it's just like, God, like how... And, like, uh, Ocasio-Cortez oh. is like, well, I work for tips, so, uh, you know, what, what, like, and yeah. I'm like, God, I love this woman! 
Yeah. Okay, I found it was actually in last week's notes. I just never got around to covering the story. Uh, with all the famous lawyers lying for Trump going to prison, uh, we must keep in mind the uh, the non-famous ones are also going to prison. Uh, Sherry Dillon testified under oath uh, before the OGE with multiple conflicting stories about if or how Trump owed Cohen money. Uh, so every single story of hers conflicts with uh, Cohen's plea deal testimony, and Cohen is now considered somewhat reliable, a somewhat reliable witness as he's thrown himself on the mercy of the court. So, yeah, she's fucked. Well, my favorite thing about the whole Cohen deal, right? And for some everybody... reason, I, I conflated that story with uh, the Calamari story. Whatever Everybody, reason. everybody's there's like. So, uh, there's so many Trump associates going to prison. It's hard to keep track of them all. It is. It's a lot. Um, <laughs> so the weird thing was, this, so the only thing they were tra- attacking Cohen on is his credibility, right? He's a liar. Well, he's actually telling you that he was ordered to lie by oh. the president. Yeah, um, like the the Democrats showed up and they had like a laundry list of very poignant questions where the Republicans showed up and they're all like, I printed out this poster that says liar, liar, pants on fire. Your mother told you that. What? It's yeah, it's, it's real weird because he's admitting that he lied on behalf of the president. Yeah. Yeah, and he was asked, so were you ever asked to um, threaten or intimidate people um, by Trump directly? Yes. How many times? I can't even begin to... 50 times? More. 100 times? Yeah. More. 250 times? More. 500 times? Maybe. Yeah. Um, and I heard... And here's the thing. I don't know if Cohen is an American hero or if he's just an asshole. I think re- that he's an asshole that got caught, said fuck it, and now he's just going for broke. He's just like, fuck you people, fuck all you people, you did this to me, I'm taking you all down with me, motherfuckers. That's one who of my, he is. And one he's of my, succeeding, so that's funny. Yeah, because one, one of my first times was uh, some news story I was listening to where a guy was talking about he was going to release a story, and he had recorded a phone call from Michael Cohen, and Michael Cohen was basically going, if you fucking release this news story, all the fucking things I'm going to do to you are going to be fucking disgusting. Yeah. We're going to sue the fuck out of you. It's going to be fucking disgusting what we're going to so do sue. to you. Um, what? So it's just Says like, who? Yeah, just, all of them. You can't Says tell if what the what the what the bluster is. Is he just a guy that that was his persona, and he was like, "This is gonna be fucking awesome," and he's like, "Oh fuck," or is he really a guy that goes, "Man, that was fucked up. Like, uh, I shouldn't have done all that stuff," you know? I don't think I don't he know. has a conscience. I think he just he got caught, and now he's just like, "Fuck it, everyone's coming down with me." That's um, if that's who I feel like he is. If any of our, I don't want to ask. A, I want to. I want to do a poll. I'd love our listeners to contact us on this. If any of our listeners have spent any time in prison or jail recently, um, there was an article that came out by the son of one of the famous gangsters. I think it was the Gambino crime family, and he comes out and he goes, "Ah, oh, Cohen better watch his back. You know he's going to jail." And I tell you what, people in jail they love Trump and they hate a rat. And I go, I don't know. Do people in prison really love Trump? I I don't know, but uh, I still love Ozzy because he just texted back saying, you do still look 15. I'm like, oh, thank you. Uh, I, 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 t- I told him the story of getting... Uh, so uh, if any of our listeners aren't aware, I'm, uh, I'm 35, but I still get carded for things that require you to be like 17 plus because I just bought a, a game today that that's had like a you, 17 plus. That's because you went on the healthy, the healthy diet and started sleeping and eating right and quit smoking, and I'm 33 and look like I'm 40 because I'm doing all the wrong things right now. Uh, it's fantastic. I, I love how I'm 
basically still walking around a, a college campus to play Pokemon Go, but people mistake me as like a first-year student. It's like, oh, how are your first-year classes going? Have you found everything okay? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm great. And, classes are fantastic. And for me, people are just like, oh, uh, are you looking for your grandkids? <laughs> ah, it's wonderful. I call it, the name of my autobiography is going to be Finding Flavor in All the Wrong Places. Oh, the taffy jar! That's where I should have looked! Oh no, <laughs> they're all stuck together! I'm old! Nah, I just, I gotta get the fitness thing started again, but it's hard, man. It's hard because it's March, uh, it is bitterly cold, it is like Charles Dickens' novel, Cold Outside, you know what you mean? Really? Like, it's fucking hot here. Because you live in the goddamn South! <laughs> the people that are causing all the global warming and I get to benefit from it before I burn to death <laughs> in a few years. Yeah, uh, it's just like, it's just, every time I go out just to get in my car or whatever, to like go across the street, like I'm just like, I feel like a Charles Dickens like street wave where I'm like, please sir, I'm so cold. <laughs> please sir, may I have some more? Like I've, ran, I've, I've, I've dodged traffic several times to not have to stand on the street corner and wait for the go light. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta run or I'm gonna freeze. Mm-hmm. That sounds um, awful. Yeah, it wouldn't be bad if it was if there was like nice fluffy snow, but it's just cold, bitter wind, you know. Yep, yep. And I'm just I'm just eating my way through my misery. Oh, we didn't talk about all the Christian extremists on campus. Now that I mentioned it, I'm like, oh, they're they're not going to catch that reference. Do you have a lot of Christian extremists on your college campus? A surprising number of them, yes. Really. Yeah, we get at least uh, a few every um, semester, but they're like, when I say extremists, I just mean they do stuff publicly. They do public displays of Christianity, like they'll walk around uh, loudly reading out scripture, right? Uh, We have one person who sings at the top of his lungs um, church songs as he walks from one end of campus to the other. Uh, It's fun at first, but then it gets annoying whenever he just keeps doing it. And uh, well, but today, today I saw like the the best thing ever. It was a girl. She was off uh, to the side, not in anyone's way, and she had a sign she'd put up saying, uh, "Let me pray for you." And people could just come up, and she'll like take their hand and hear what they have to say, and she'll pray for them, and they can be on their way. It seemed yeah. really nice. I I think that like uh, if someone was really annoying me with the 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 walking around yelling scripture, I'd go get my co- my copy of like Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. And be like, it was a little house, a little place under the stairs on Privet Drive. That's where Harry lived. <laughs> he had a strange like lightning it. bolt scar on his head. And I would just match them, like, voice for voice until they got mad. <laughs> the Dozerlies were mean to him. So they went to the zoo and he could hear a snake. <laughs> I like how you always slip into Bernie Sanders whenever you're doing anything. You're like, he went to the zoo and he saw a snake. <laughs> he, he had to take the public bus because he wasn't a millionaire or a billionaire I tell you so he what, couldn't man. just take his own private jet I tell you what, I'd buy a copy of the audiobook of Harry Potter as narrated by Bernie Sanders 100% take my money, I'd do it yep, yep. God, I can't wait it. for President Bernie I'm, uh, I'm so on the burn train now Well, I'm just worried that the Republicans are doing the thing they often do when they're just like Hup, hup, buttery football. Hup, oh, you guys elected the dead body of Hitler because we fucked up. I mean, yeah, they probably will do that because at the end of the day, all they want to do is keep their wealthy benefactors happy. So they're going to keep 
towing the... That's why they keep trying to say that anything to the left of Stalin is too far left, because they want to make sure that people continue to vote against their own best interests. They want to make sure that um, medicine costs a fuck ton. That way people have to have insurance to afford anything. Like, the cost of healthcare in America is disgusting. It will ruin your fucking life if you go to the hospital and you don't have insurance. So you have to have it. That is a fucking scam. That is a scheme. Yeah, but yeah. if you don't buy into it, you're fucked if you need it. So what exactly. are you supposed to do? Move to another country? That's also too ex- that's also prohibitively expensive for most people. You're you're boned. You're boned every which way you turn, and the only way this will ever end is for us to vote all the fucking Republicans out, get the Democrats in, preferably the quote unquote far left Democrats, but well, they're not get... really that far left. Most of them are very much in the middle, according to every other country on earth. It's America prob- that says the they're too is... far. Extreme. The problem is, the, the problem is, uh, and I think the way you diagnose this problem is, as we are fucking things up, and as we are messing things up, the world as a whole, I was just reading some statistics, uh, I think worldwide, 9%, the, the, the living in like abject poverty level of people has moved from 29% to like 9%, right? Yeah, yeah. So on average, in the whole world, people have it better than they've ever had before. Um, no, it doesn't mean we shouldn't fix any, we shouldn't it's stop. It's just trying. America that has such, uh, fucked up yeah. policies of like, you know, $5 an hour is a good living minimum wage, right? right. Along with no benefits. You never get any time off. And in fucking Europe, they get a month off every year. That's insane right. to me. I can't even fathom that. In America, people take pride in going their entire careers without ever taking a sick day. Miss Coleman worked at, um, at... I was about to say the name of this. I'll just say the name of it. TCHS yeah, for like 30, 35, 40 years. Yeah. She never took a day off ever. And then she and died. She of, was, didn't she die of like cancer or something? Just like uh, died of overworking, probably. Is yeah. she dead though? I, as far as yeah. I know, she's still alive. Oh, that's yeah, dude, sad. I'm pretty sure she's dead. She was. She had. She had been teaching so long that like she had remembered teaching my dad, mm-hmm. who was also dead of cancer. Oh. <laughs> but uh. I, that brought yeah. the room down. <laughs> well, uh, well, I mean, you know, I love my dad, but he wasn't what I would call a fun guy. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he was a mushroom either. <laughs> well, uh, the, there's a photo. It's my favorite photo of the family. We're in an amusement park, and this guy was so stiff and unable to loosen up that you know what he wore to an amusement park? He always hmm. wore a button-down shirt, like trousers and like low, like 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 you know dress shoes, right? Right. We're at the park. He's in a button-down shirt. Dress shorts, the exact same colors as dress pants, and like black socks and like loafers. Yeah, that's how my my dad dressed everywhere. Like yeah, my dad like... was always in a suit and a tie wherever we went. My dad never stopped wearing that until he retired. Then he finally started dressing like a, a hobo, and he just sort of hides out in his shack in the woods. His crazy. Your shack. dad, your dad looks like he's about to lead the next like, uh, you Revolution, know, like... yeah. Yeah, or like the the, the next the next. It's like, cool. Far I, right. I say I say he looks like a hobo with love. What I meant to say is he looks like a a murder hobo that lives in a shack in the woods. Like I think pic- he, picture that, and that's basically him. I think he lo- he looks like the guy that's going to read like the, the next weird Mormon offshoot that stockpiles guns and then gets in a shootout with the uh, FBI. Yeah, it's that beard, and it just it looks like he's a very nice guy, but he looks like he'd be like. Jesus said you should follow me. Let a fire rain down upon the non-believers. You'd be like, oh. oh. I really want to quote the guy from, uh, oh, fuck, what was that game called? 
with, uh, shit, there's just a crazy cult out in the middle of nowhere, and there's this one lady whose name is also Martha that chases you with a knife. It's pretty cool. And there's this one reverend in it that's just crazy and extreme, and he's like, And that's when the cunt of hell came up and swallowed the city. It's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that seems like the, what your your dad has the beard. It seems like that would be doing, but he's just like a super nice dude. Point being, my dad could only loosen up from the top of his socks to the uh, top of his knees. That was party time. Everything else, button down. No fun. <laughs> like, um, good lord. Gotta keep... Okay, this is really bothering me now. It's not Evil Dead. That was a movie. I don't... It's I, 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 I will tell you this. not Walking Dead. I don't think that the listeners are sitting on edge like, oh, I wonder if he's going to figure it out. I think that they are. Wesley, tell him, tell him that he's wrong right now. In, in um, Facebook in the future, it'd be all like, you're wrong, Peter. I was very much looking forward to it, and I was about to Google it, and then you interrupted him. Ho-ha. So to, to add on to this, by the way, um, so that kid, uh, Otto, Otto, Otto Warmbier, uh, so this guy... Is that, that a was, Harry Potter character? No, he was a Ottoman guy... Ottoman Wormtongue? He was a guy that was snatched up in North Korea for something minor anyway. Oh, yeah, and Trump's taken the freaking terrorist side on this, too. Yeah, they tortured him in prison before finally turning him back over. Then he died, and he had a whole bunch of, like, scars and stuff like that. Uh, Apparently, uh, Trump came on and was just like, yeah, I talked to Kim, and Kim said, yeah, I didn't know anything about that. And he goes, I believe him. And I'm like, well, yeah, sure, why not? Why not take the 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 terrorist side over American intelligence and the dead body and the fact that it's fucking impossible that he didn't? Yeah, yeah, why not? You know, like in that in that movie uh, where they made fun of Kim Jong, uh, where they were talking about uh, the guy playing Kim Jong, he's like, he just honey-dicked you. Yeah, it's weird watching our own president get honey-dicked. Yeah, yeah, that happens to yeah. him a lot. Oh, the, the interview, that was the name of the movie, right? Yeah, the interview, yep. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, the Cohen thing was the big thing. It didn't really tell us a lot, except I, he has corroborating evidence for all the stuff he talked about. And then there was beautiful, gorgeous Mark Meadows, representative from South Carolina, I believe, who flipped out when Rashida Tlaib called him, insinuated that he might be racist. Oh, it's Outlast 2. That's the name of the game. I've been Googling it. What were you talking about? Oh, my God. I'm going to kill you on this podcast. <laughs> no, I saw it. I saw that. That was just a joke. Yeah, and they yeah. paraded his uh, black friend out. This yeah, time. they brought Gee, basically... I'm a black friend! Yeah, Trump has a black friend. How could he be racist? And Rashida Tlaib was just like... Well, you know, the idea of trotting out a black person to pretend that you're not racist is in itself racist. And Mark Meadows got all red and was just like, ah, I, I have black friends. You know, he was all Nieces. like... A, he has a yeah. black niece. How could I be racist? I have a... Yeah, that means your your brother might not be racist. That doesn't mean you're not. That doesn't you, mean you have black people in your family. Is. You yeah, can yeah, be racist. Still be. Look, here's the thing about racist. You can be... It goes so many directions. You can be white and racist towards black people. You can be black and racist towards black people. You can you can have black friends and be racist toward. You can marry a black person and still be racist toward. You can be I mean, white and racist Tom, towards white people. Like it goes any direction you can think of. Yeah, I mean uh, Thomas Jefferson had uh, black children, but I'm pretty sure he was he would be considered extremely racist in today's world because I'm pretty sure the 14 year old he was uh, boning down with didn't give consent. Yeah, that was the other thing. They, the history looks like to be like, and Thomas Jefferson... Uh, Named married, Sally, by the way. Yeah, married... Was it Sally? What was her last name? Oh, I don't know. She probably didn't have a last name. I'm pretty sure she did. It was Sally Hems or something like that. Anyway, point being, people are like, oh, Thomas Jefferson married a, a black woman, and I go, well, I would be her. careful I would be careful using the word married to someone that you owned. Yeah, yeah. I want to know her name now. 
Sally Hemings. That was right. It was Sally Hemings, yeah. Oh, wow. I never knew that. Yep. Um, so, yeah, can you really give consent if your slave owner's like, I'd like to marry you? Did he marry her, though? I thought yeah, that... Yeah, and he, he married her and never freed her. Huh. Okay, yeah. then. That's but, pretty telling yeah, right so, there. But he is still very much a racist, right? And by today's standards, prob- I don't know what those weird standards back then they had were, but by everything we know today, yeah, it's pretty even, fucking racist okay, to look, own people. Even, even as much as I love Lincoln, by our standards today, Lincoln would have been a racist. Yes, Although, he, was extre- he, he did a lot for black people, but at the same time, he was extremely racist. Um, I think it was... But, I mean, that's, to be fair, he never had a chance to be taught any better, but... You know, whatever. Well, it's a I always think of I always think of can Lincoln of red from, wasps to try and yeah. defend people back then. I always think of Lincoln by this one saying, which I really like, and I like to think he applied it to everyone. Where he said, "In America, every man has the right to rise as far as talent and ability will allow." Well, talent, ability, and the misfortune of where they were born. But yeah, but the point is, like, I mean, do, be... do you think Ivanka is where her talent brought her? Or do you think that she's uh, where her daddy gave her? I don't think she has talent or ability, um, no, she unless you call unless you say that she has she is a talented asshole and the ability to be a complete piece of human garbage. Yeah, sure, and she's yeah. risen pretty far in that respect. <laughs> she um, is very high level. She would be top of the trash heap, mm-hmm. king of the garbage. Uh, it just man, the, just the fucking disconnect of a rich person being like. I don't think poor people want to be given things. I think they want to work in the factories. Like, man, fucking, ah, if I could put you in a time machine, I'd program it back to during the French Revolution. So long, asshole. Yeah, I don't think that um, she really wants to work to get away from those guillotines. I think she wants to hurl herself straight towards it. Fucking asshole. Yeah, just, ugh. Uh, it's just like we talked last time about uh, uh, that fucking asshole from Starbucks. Like, I don't like being called a billionaire. It's a dirty word. I'm being called <laughs> a person of means. I'm like, you're an asshole, and if you don't want to be rich, then don't be rich. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you can just give away money and it solves your problem, then that's not really a real problem. If you can give yep. away enough money to buy, like, multiple islands with their own tiny lakes and islands within those lakes, and that in itself has, like, a pond big enough to hold a big yacht... You're not um, really you know, having it's, problems. It's funny right now. Uh, so I pull up Fox News to uh, pull up some of the crazy shits going on. And it's got the little Fox News video thing to the side while we're talking. And there was just a video of Tucker, Tucker Carlson going on about how MS-13 is planning to target off-duty cops. And I feel bad, but all I could think was, well, at least somebody's keeping the police in check. <laughs> it's terrible. It's awful. They're a violent, vicious gang. Uh, and also, so is MS-13. <laughs> yep. Speaking of violent, vicious gangs, uh, you know John Kelly came forward to note that uh, Trump ordered him to give Kushner security clearance. Good. So that's yet another crime that Trump's being accused of by a credible source. Well, I mean, like, uh, yeah, we already knew that like Kushner was compromised. Uh, also, how's uh, and, Kushner... um, in people being held accountable news, though, Benjamin Netanyahu is being indicted by his own attorney general, though. What a piece of shit that is. So, like, he's one of those guys that has been fighting super hard. If you don't know who Netanyahu is, is he still the prime minister of Israel? Yeah, yeah, he still is. Yeah, he's one of those guys that's, like, you know, no peace at all, crushed the Palestinians, and it's just, like, now he's being indicted on, like, fraud and bribery and all this other stuff. He, and all he's like... someone that always got along very well with the Trump administration, by the right. way. And now we know why, because he's also a criminal. Yeah, because fucking Trump was sucking his dick. He was yeah. sucking his own breadsticks! 
Yeah. Oh, uh, progress has been made on Trump's wall, though. Do you want to hear how that's gone? Going? So, so, all right. So, my favorite part about that was so they were tearing down the prototypes, right? Right. Because it's like they're done. They're done with them, right? You tear them down, you're done. And the comment section of people, I guess, that don't read the article, they just read the headline, are screaming because they think that we're tearing down the wall. Like, the, <laughs> like, like they, they think the wall, I guess, has been built, and that they, we're just we're tearing it down now. And they're just like, no! This is all I wanted! That's funny. Yeah. That's amazing. Dude, yeah, in a, in a week or so, the eight different proto I guess it's already happening now, the eight different prototype walls are all coming down because all eight of them failed inspections. Yeah. So, uh, in other words, negative miles of wall have been built. <laughs> we have less than when we started. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's fine. It's just like, look, like, I've never had an issue with, like, well, I take it back. I do have an issue with border security. I, I take the stance that borders are for cowards. Uh, come at me, man. Um... Yeah, I mean, as a man who for many too. years left his doors unlocked, <laughs> borders are for cowards. Uh, well, I mean, in all the years that I've left my door uh, locked, do you know how many times I've heard someone go and try to get in? Never. It's never happened. Well, knowing the neighborhood you live in, I'm like five, ten, two hundred, two hundred and fifty, <laughs> five hundred, more than more than five hundred. <laughs> Maybe. Because yours was yours, your apartment was the place we made popcorn and stood on your porch and watched a fat, sweaty redneck. Uh, uh, yelling a, a, a skinny shirtless redneck uh, to come fight him, but neither one of them wanted to go up or down the stairs, and it just went on for like an hour. <laughs> that was amazing. That was great, yeah. Best movie he, I've ever seen. He was very drunk. But yeah, 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 it's like weird stuff happens around here, but people don't just like try to get into people's places unless they know the person. Well, I mean, like I said, there are ways to Maybe. reduce them. There are ways to reduce illegal immigration, and we know what those are. But none of them, again, again, it all comes down to like what's really great is to have a short story, beginning, middle, and end, have it fit into a soundbite, and like that's digestible to people. It's like fast food. Um, it's Speaking a lot harder. Of Bernie Sanders, though, he does have a plan to reduce the cost of um, medicine in America because in every other country on Earth, the government negotiates and haggles with um, pharmacists to force them to reduce the prices. We don't have that in the U.S. because the they are the wealthy benefactors of the Republicans, and the Republicans have had absolute power for far too long. Yeah. So the cost to the American people is just swollen out of control. Bernie is actually going to you know, put the brakes on that. He is actually going to help us on that. Like I said, he's really been winning me over a lot lately, and I'm glad that a lot of the people running are adopting his ideas. I'm glad that his ideas are popular, because they should be. Like every That's other country said, on Earth even does if, this. Even if every he other developed first world country, I should clarify. Yeah, even if he doesn't win, uh, he pushes everyone to the left, which is where we need to go. Um, speaking yeah. of which, to the left, you know, Ocasio-Cortez has this... Uh, um, this Green New Deal, and they are just like, they're going nuts over there. Oh, I want to take away your hamburgers! And... If anyone doesn't know that the Green New Deal is, um, it was originally just going to be a bill for um, reducing carbon emissions so that we don't all fucking die in 10 years. Yeah. But she added onto that stuff from the second Bill of Rights, like the guarantee of a job to everyone. Everyone well, is guaranteed thing... a job yeah. and a decent wage and... Well, the thing we're going to have to address, living. the thing we're going to have to address, like this thing I read said that the new problem coming up is we have the ability with, with technology, uh, you know, production of stuff is way, way up, right? But right. it's going to continue to impact jobs as we, we're able to more quickly automate and make things. Right, that's so why the, a basic income needs to be a thing yeah. already. So the problem is how do we add more equity into uh, a society where a traditional job no longer, may no longer exist or exists at 
extremely reduced levels. You know what I mean? Um, that's the whole thing about like uh, pay, you know pay the robots, then tax the robots a hundred percent. Right, and then give us the robots money. But yeah, the point is like yeah. you know people are like social. Never have socialism in in, in the United States. We've always it's, had socialism. It's here, buddy. It's been here, brother. And it's yeah. The, the, those roads you paved on, you didn't pave that yourself. Society yeah. did. Yeah, you know we, what taxes go to? Paying for stuff for society. Yeah. And as because you are part of a society, we're all having to agree on what this pot of money is going to be paying for. You want endless wars and you to kill people. You want guns to kill people. We want healthcare to help people. We want school to educate people. Here's right? what I you, say. We gotta. We gotta. Have, look, here's the thing that really pisses me off is that Republicans. Republicans get everything already. Yeah. Democrats get I'm, nothing. I'm a fair we don't guy. have health care. We don't have free let's, education. We don't have anything. Let's Republicans, they have their endless wars. They have their guns. Yeah, let's completely deregulate guns. And uh, to do... You, all right, so anybody can get a gun from anywhere, anytime. Okay, well, then what happens is we also Listen. all get single-payer health care. And we get, uh, we get um, you know... Uh, there's a there's a single payer option for higher education. What we should do is put uh, vending machines with uh, guns in them for like a, a buck fifty, where uh, children can get to them. Because don't worry if a kid just buys a gun in a vending machine, because guns don't kill people, right, Peter? We've discussed that before. People do. So if you just start handing guns to children, nothing bad could possibly. A determined happen. toddler will find a way to hurt you, whether he shoots you, or pulls your hair. Or ruins your favorite makeup. A determined toddler will find a way. Part of me kind of agrees with um, Pendulette to just say, fuck it. Yeah, guns are completely legal at all times, always. Also, drugs. Every single drug. Every yeah, that, okay, that, that's the other thing. They're all you want, legal. You all want the guns, time. then drugs, healthcare, and college. Boom. Everyone I don't just. Is... I don't mean just like the fun drugs like LSD and cocaine. I mean all of them. I mean crack and meth and heroin, all legal, perfectly legal. Yeah, because here's the thing. If we're going to – because society is going to break down anyway. There's a bunch of studies that are saying we're actually going to see the end of like – we're going to see the end of society as we know it in like under 50 years. Like it's coming quicker than anybody thinks. So what? if we're going to do that, we're in the end of it. Let's have a little fun with it, man. Yeah. You know, let's let's – Let's, let's let's try some crazy shit and see what happens. We don't have another 200 years in us. Let's just kind of fuck her. If we're not going to fix it, let's fuck her. It's like if you've ever had like a shitty car and you know it's about to like go out and you're just like, how can I abuse this thing? Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, I mean, or if you've ever been in a hotel room that you just disrespected. Be, yeah, the hotel I can relate to. The car thing, I'd be like, well, you know, it might fucking swerve off the road while I'm in it, so maybe yeah. I shouldn't. If, you, if you've had someone else paying for a hotel room and you go, we're going to fuck this place up, like, yeah, fuck we're it, man. Fuck we're coming to the place. end. Let's have some fun. Let's go out with a bang and some heroin. Uh, have you ever seen um, Seeking a Friend for the End of the World? Like, yeah. I think that would be, like, a good model for society, wouldn't yeah. it? I mean, it's like, total anarchy, and it's anarchy from people who know it doesn't matter if they accidentally kill themselves, but, you know, fuck it. I do love, I do really love that meme where someone goes, you know, when I read Superman when I was growing up, I was like, how do the people of Krypton not believe the planet's going to go up? Me in 2019. Oh. <laughs> it's fake news, folks. Yeah, because you're oh. like, how could you be so stupid? Your planet's going to grow up and blow up and this guy's trying to tell you. And now we're like, the planet's going to not support life. And people are like, Psh, you're a liar. So my <laughs> point is, uh, really, there's a fire truck outside my house. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you've not been listening to us since the beginning, I used to live, I guess, near a fire station, and my and we were constantly interrupted by fire trucks. I've since moved across Brooklyn, have a better place, better insulation, 
And apparently it seems like, in the words of Doc Brown, I don't know when, I don't know how, but they found me, Marty. <laughs> Firemen show up and shoot Marty, your kids! What is it, Doc Brown? Your, your daughter's going to marry a black man! Uh, I'm actually okay with that. Oh. Yeah, I, I don't think you should be around here anymore, Doc. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. That, that was um, a family guy joke. If yeah. Oh, you bring up a good point. Speaking of uh, internet news and memes and stuff, I saw a great one the other day. Uh, this douchebag used to go to high school and post it, and it said, How can a generation that was raised on Family Guy and South Park be so sensitive now? And uh, I saw a That's... response... I saw well, a response. it's because we're, we're not talking about the words people do. It's the actions people do. And how... Right. I saw a response yeah. to that goes, yeah, we're not offended by dick and fart jokes. We get offended when people aren't treated like human beings. Exactly. And I go, yeah. Also, I was talking to a friend about it, and uh, my friend, she goes, uh, you know, South Park was actually really politically aware in a lot of their episodes. And I go, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. People were like, oh, it's just shock humor. I go, no, actually, if you've ever watched South Park, they tackle a lot of really complex issues. They do. They really do. Yeah. So. I mean, and some of the stuff they used to tackle back in the uh, 90s was stuff that would have been extremely shocking then and, like, just self-evident today because of how far we've come. But one yeah. of the first episodes, like, the big moral was is uh, when Stan went out before the football field and he addressed the entire – or all the parents out in the uh, audience. He's like, and Mom and Dad, it's okay to be gay. And everyone's like, oh, Back yeah, then, it's weird it that wasn't. in our lifetime people were like they let the states vote on it. And the states were like no gays, and then the federal government was like, mm, yeah, you can be gay. It's just insane, insane to me th looking back on that episode. It's uh, an elephant fucks a pig. That episode, yeah. but that one like that was the first one with Big Gay Al in it, and the whole point of it was that it's fine to be gay. It's not wrong, right? But back then that was super edgy because I mean it was edgy just to acknowledge gay people existed or even reference yeah. it, let alone say oh no it's perfectly fine. And nowadays you know the the liberal left wings want to treat them like humans too. What's up with that? Well, I mean it's just it's it's one of those weird things I don't understand because. If uh, I don't know, like, why would I? I, because I, I always flip it on myself. I go, what if, what if I, uh, what if we lived in a world where uh, the norm was being gay, and I was like, I love a woman, and people were like, that's wrong. You're going to hell. How would I feel? I mean, I would feel like they're assholes. Yeah, like, so, also as, and this is gonna sound weird, and this might come out offensive. I want to throw this out there. If um, it's offensive, I'll either edit it out or like just loop it so it sounds like you're really into it. You say it over and over. So here's here's the thing: as a weird kid in 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 school, um, I'm not saying that I understand the pressure and like how tough it is to be gay in this world, especially growing up in the '80s or '90s. But in school, as kind of a weird kid, I was called gay a lot, and I don't mean like a friendly way. Yeah, I know, um, that, was, uh, that was everyone's favorite insult. Yeah, and, like, they really meant it with hate. Yeah. Uh, and so, like... Well, like, that, back then they... I mean, yes, they really, really hated gay people that much, but that was sort of like a given that uh, you're supposed to hate gay people this yeah. much. But then also they're like, no, nah, I hate you this much. So well, that's, I think it was that's because, what they're saying. Well, I think it was because a lot of them were grappling with their own feelings, maybe towards me. Um <laughs> And so, oh, I want to put it in you so bad. So what's the what's the best way that you deflect from you possibly being gay? You just find someone that's weird and go, he's gay. Um, 
and yeah, so I'm not saying that I understand the struggle, but I am saying, as someone who was picked on uh, a lot by like jocks who were probably gay for being gay, uh, I didn't like the little taste of it I got. So I can't imagine being okay doing it to someone else. Hey, imagine that, but also you feel ashamed because, but it's true. And so you imagine, go home imagine, and everything sucks. Imagine that, but everywhere. <laughs> now picture that, but everywhere. Yeah, you know, I, I talked to my students one time about, uh, I remember something happened and I had to stop whatever we were doing. And I go, hey, like, I go, you can't, I said, I said, being gay is not something you can catch. It's not like the cold. I'm like, either you, you are or you aren't. Like, it's something you're, it's, it's a, it's a preference you're born with. Like, it's like being born black or white. You don't have any choice in it. So, you know, I said, just get over it. I said, some people are gay, some people aren't. And that's life. Um, and they, one of them was like, no, it's a choice to go. Do you, I, and I did use the, I go, do you remember the time that you decided that you were straight? No. And I go, exactly. Yeah. Like you don't choose your sexual orientation. And anybody that tells you you do is an asshole because in a world where you could be literally beaten to death for being gay, why would you choose that? (laughs) 